Okay, so this is whatever episode of the podcast, the Robcast BCS, and I have here my special guest, Cody. Howdy doody. Howdy doody, he says. Okay, to start off with today's episode, uh, I'm going to ask Cody a question, and he can answer this as truthfully and or as uh, falsely as he'd like. So, Cody, do you piss in pools? Do I piss in pools? Yes, do you piss in pools? I mean, it's been a while since I've been in a pool. When's the last time you were in a pool? I know it must have been sometime this year, right? No. No, I swear to God, you told me you went to a pool party with like Ben and Ruben. I went with Ben and Brent and Ruben to Ben and Brent's apartment complex that they stay at, but I didn't swim. Oh, you didn't? Mm. I got there at like nine at night. Oh, okay. So I guess by then the pool was closed, huh? Yeah, it was closed, but we were sitting there like by the pool, just sitting by the chairs. Oh, okay. I didn't... I have pissed in a pool before, yes, along with a, a river and countless other things, but yeah, I have. So you, you have pissed in a pool before. How close would you say you were to the person that you pissed in the pool with? Not very close. So like you just swim off a little yeah, ways? Yeah, I, I swam off like to the far corners of the What edge. was your excuse? Most time it would be one of those like bullshit things where somebody would be like, hey bro, <laughs> like how far can you swim? I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, you swim just off. Like, oh, hey guys, watch me do this lap, and you're just peeing the whole time or walking much. over. Like to by like... the time I swam off, I was like, let it out, <laughs> pop up for air, keep letting it out, go back down and come back around. I was like, all right, I'm good. Later on, I hear somebody go, "It's warm." He's <laughs> uh, okay. They turned the heater on. Now, in terms of peeing in a pool, I also know a friend of mine who has shit in a bottle of water. Have you ever done that before? I have not had the pleasure of being able to shit in a lake tank pool, whatever have you. I will fess up to doing it once in the shower, and that's only because I had the runs. He shit in the shower? I shit in the shower, but it was the runs. It wasn't like a Snickers log coming out of me. It's the Hershey squirts. (laughs) It's the Hershey squirts. I'm not proud of that, obviously. Well, at least the good thing is you being in a shower, at least you're already washing it off. It's like a bidet except backwards. Yeah. I mean, either way, I think they all go through the septic system, right? Yeah, give give or take, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What would you do with the time machine? You get one opportunity to go there and back. What would you do with the time machine? Go. With a time machine? With a time machine. Uh, it's a time machine. Say it's like something from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, so it's a phone booth for whatever reason. So you can bring stuff with you, I guess. A phone booth? A phone booth. So obviously you could bring like a backpack with you uh, full of stuff if you wanted. So like some Doctor Who looking shit? Yeah, pretty much. To be honest, I think I would actually want to go in the time frame of like the old Western days. That's what you would do? You wouldn't use it to your advantage like to make money or anything? Well, I mean, I'd go back in the old Western days and who's to say if I would be like an outlaw in the Western days, like team up with Jesse James or some shit, take some gold. I'm like, all right, let me sneak or out like, of here real uh, quick. Who's the other guy? Billy the Kid? Billy the Kid. Yeah, yeah. And sneak off with some of the riches and then come back here. Oh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. Something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Yeah. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Good movie. That is a good movie. What else would you do in the Old West? Mainly, I would just enjoy, like, life there, like, see how different it is from back in the day. Like, if it's, like, the Western movies that I grew up watching or if it's actually something kind of completely different. Hmm. The law was kind of iffy back then. I mean, the law was kind of, like, non-existent unless you were in, like, a pretty decent-sized town. So, like, outside right. the town, if somebody got shot or murdered, it was like, eh. You just kind of dealt with it. Yeah. The only thing I would be worried about uh, going back to the Old West is getting hurt. There wasn't, like modern medicine like there is now so you know you get bit by a snake i'm pretty sure you're a goner yeah 
I'm used to living in the countryside and or doing stuff in the woods and knowing where snakes hide and stuff like that. So I know I'd probably be pretty aware of what's going on. Another thing that I have a fear of in uh, the Wild West is how tall the grass was back then. Like, I just imagine there's nobody mowing lawns. What you talking about? They got the old mules just out in the pasture eating away at some shit. There was only so many cows. And then, okay, low-key, I kind of want to hunt a bison. A bison, yeah. A buffalo, that'd be kind of cool to hunt. I mean, you know, back then, there was still a whole bunch of them around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, you killing two or three to, like, you know, make a rug for your uh, house wasn't a big deal. No, not at all. The only thing you had to watch out for would probably be like Comanche Indians. Oh yeah, watching out for them. The oh, other types of Indians. I completely forgot about Indians. Yeah, because they were still roaming around and pissed off at white people. You'd be kind of fucked. I don't know if they'd be pissed off at me for being a Mexican, but or what? I don't know. I mean, I would say I would be like, yeah, I'll try and approach. Like, if I happen to come across like a tribe, like see if I can make peace. But I'm like, shit, I'm blonde. They'd probably be over here like, I'll scalp this blondie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna scalp this John Smith looking guy. Be like, uh-oh, ain't no Pocahontas coming to help me. <laughs> if I had a time machine, let's see, I don't know what I'd do. Where would I'd, you go? I don't think I'd go anywhere that far. I don't think I'd go that far back. I think I would just give, and this is just because I'm a selfish prick, is because <laughs> I would just give myself insider information like, hey, or not myself, but maybe my old man. So I'd be like, oh, hello, doctor. And I'd introduce myself as an investor type guy. Hey, here are the stocks that you need to buy for sure. There's this little company called Apple. They're making computers. So you mean you would act like Jimmy Neutron when he went back into his past to like tell his parents to get rich? Yeah, essentially, yeah. And then when he comes back, they're all like snotty and they give him like a gold bar. You I, mean you'd want it like that with some kind of uh, maid roaming your house named Hilgo? I don't remember that episode at all. I, I remember re- that episode. I really don't. Because that's the one where uh, Jimmy Neutron wants that like whole thing of like encyclopedias. Yeah, yeah, and they can't afford it or something, right? Yeah, because it's like $200. It was only $200? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe in Jimmy Neutron's time, that was a lot of money. You never know. All his dad did was fucking work on ducks and shit we don't know what his mom did <laughs> i'm so sorry i just like imagine you're like i need 200 bucks i know i'm gonna make my parents filthy rich so then they'll be able to afford to buy me whatever dictionary encyclopedia set yeah because i know he gets the encyclopedia set and it's just it looks cool but he's like i want my old parents back yeah i guess money does change people sometimes it makes people pretty pretty makes them bad pretty thanks bad my world don't go around money though i think if my old man had money knowing him the way that he is he would probably try to accomplish his dream and his dream is actually a pretty good one this is just something that he's always wanted to do since uh he did medical school in south america he wanted to be able to open up missionary slash hospitals Mm. It's just something that he wanted to do was be able to help out those people in those poor regions and try to get them healthy and then also to like you know spread Christianity too. Yeah. That's like something that he really wanted to do. So I feel like if he had the money, he'd probably do that. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he, he's he's a good old guy, old boy, <laughs> <laughs> old boy. I'm making a reference to that movie, Old Boy. Oh, I never seen that one. I saw some of it, probably about three quarters of it. It's a pretty decent movie. I think it's a South Korean film. 
I gotta have to laugh though. I remember back in middle school when we were first like learning about the Alamo and stuff for Texas. I remember making a joke that I was like, man, I wish I could go to the, get a time machine, go back to like the Alamo days, like right when they were in the middle of the Alamo and have a minigun with me and be like, die, you Mexicans, and just like started hitting it. And then I remember when I said that, I turned and looked at a good friend of mine and I was like, no offense. And the whole class just like started busting out laughing. Who did you look at? Jeremy. Oh, you looked at Jeremy and just <laughs> like dead at the face of Jeremy. I was like, no offense, Jeremy. And everybody kind of started laughing. Oh, that's freaking funny. I was like back in seventh grade. That was so funny. I remember thinking about that. It came across my mind now when we were thinking about time machines. Uh, that was uh, Texas history, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rag. With Mr. Rag. That was a, I always loved Texas history. That was always my favorite. And then watching the Alamo movie right afterwards. That was so good. So I think the way I'd probably use my time machine powers is something to the extent of, I guess, kind of, sort of, like how Biff got rich in Back to the Future. He gave himself a sports almanac so he would never lose any bet. I think the way the almanac worked, it was from 1955 to 2005. He knew every single sport outcome. Mm. So any boxing, any race car, football game, you know, any sport. So he could wager and bet and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, this team's going to win. Yeah, and he'd have, like, stupid, like, odds. This, like, miracle game or something where the underdog won and the bets were really... The odds were not in his favor, so he could bet really big and then he'd win really big, too. I'd definitely use a time machine like that to my advantage as well. I don't know, it's just something about being in the old Western days, like, a lot of people have told me that before. It's like, man, you were born in the wrong, like, century. You were born in the wrong age. Like, yeah, you need to go back. Yeah, I've been told that before, too. You need to go back to where you're at. And I'm like, where do you think I belong? And they're like, Western times. Yeah, They'll I don't either know. say that or they'll say, like, way back in the 80s, because back when I was younger, I had the mullet and stuff. I feel like I should have been born in the 70s, but, you know, like, really growing up in the 80s, I feel like I really would have liked it. Yeah, same. I mean, obviously, there is some disadvantages, like there wasn't the internet, the personal cell phones weren't really a thing. No. You know, you had to go to a pay phone if you really wanted to call anywhere, and you had to memorize numbers, too, or uh, keep a contact book on you. Yeah, and then uh, you had your house phones. Mm-hmm. Oh, you only had a landline, and most of the time you only had one line going into the house, because I think two was pretty expensive. Yeah. I know my grandparents, they have their original telephone for their home that still works. Really? Yeah. It's one of them old school ones where it just hangs at the top and you take it off and you actually have to hit the buttons. And oh, spin a rotary it. phone. Mm-hmm. It's That's like an old timey cool. one. It's like a box looking one. It's not like the old, the other type. Mm-hmm. It's not like the little small handheld one. Or not handheld, but the ones that just sat on the counter. This one was more like up on the wall. Kind of reminds me of those old school phones where you pick it up, put the one piece on your ear, and the other piece was by your mouth and you had to turn it a couple times. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of something like that. Yeah, that, that's a pretty cool phone, honestly. Cody, what do you think one of your favorite movie theme tracks is? Favorite movie theme tracks? Yeah, like or maybe just the overall soundtrack of a movie. Hmm. One of my favorite soundtracks to a movie, obviously it's going to be a John Williams movie for me. It's either Home Alone or Jurassic Park. Both of those, I feel like, have really good soundtracks and I enjoy listening to those. Also the Terminator, the first Terminator, I really like the soundtrack to that movie. Like, the original soundtrack. I think it's amazing, like, what they did with that technology. But uh, what's some favorite soundtracks of yours in the movie? 
I know for sure a good movie soundtrack that I think I would really enjoy like listening to just for the musical instrument would probably be the Lord of the Rings franchise. Oh yeah, that that gets me like in a mood to play like I don't know D and D or Skyrim or something like that. Yeah, it's a fantasy mood. Just listening to that, and then it also kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, types of movies with the swords, and they always had really, really somber music and then really uplifting music at the same time. Yeah, same thing yeah. with like Braveheart, if you listen to like that type of music. You know what? I, it's been like a long time since I've seen Braveheart, so I definitely ought to give that a rewatch. I mean, this is back when Mel Gibson was probably at his best, right? Yeah, I would definitely say so at his best. To me, it's something about the Lord of the Rings music with the somberness to it and then the really uplifting vibes that you get with a lot of the music. Yeah, it's it's a really, I don't want to say beautiful movie looking. I want to say it has really good cinematography. Like oh, yeah. All the locations and stuff like that. And then the music just elevates it that much more. For its time when it's made, what they did with it was it still holds up today. Yeah, it still looks pretty good. I mean, there's a few bits and pieces there that don't look as good because obviously CGI has advanced so much. But yeah, it's a pretty good movie. That'd be my musical type. Now, if I was going into video games, and I know everybody would agree with me on this, is the Halo. Oh yeah, Halo. It is the Halo franchise. The Halo franchise is a pretty good soundtrack. I mean, what what boy at some age didn't go into like a bathroom or in a shopping center where it was really echoey and just try to be like, oh, and just try and do the Halo theme and let it echo throughout. And I've seen so many videos of that. And I know I just botched that right now, but I've seen so many people and so many videos of guys doing it. And it sounds so cool. Yeah, it's just a group of dudes just fucking around like in a bathroom. And they all just like started uh, humming the tune. Yeah. Uh, actually, the last episode that i did with uh Haley and eric we i asked him and Haley if we could try to imitate that uh halo thing i forgot what brought it up i remember we tried to imitate that i think that actually stayed in the episode if it didn't i'm sorry guys that i didn't include it it just might have been it might have sounded so bad that i didn't <laughs> want to put it in the episode i'm definitely not trying that i hadn't tried to sung a chord or do nothing in years and i probably just botched it a minute ago when i was doing it no i think you did okay i mean you know the best for right off the bat no i don't know though like i know the whole halo franchise as a as a whole in terms of music me personally i feel like halo 3 really hit it pretty hard with the sound with the Um, soundtrack i don't know if i had to pick a favorite halo for its music it might be i think maybe the first one or halo reach i really liked halo reach's theme halo reaches was really good Again, I don't want to say beautiful, but it was really impactful, I guess, maybe. I don't know how to describe it. But it puts you in a f- certain type of feeling. Or you, you get emotion. That's uh, how I've always felt with Halo 3 and Halo Reach. Those two are in the top spot for me, for sure. Especially since Halo Reach was Bungie's last video game that they got to do. Yeah, you know? before all the So lights. I feel like they tried to go all out with that game. Even just in simple movies, like just an orchestra instead of actually like hiring a band to do sound for mm-hmm. the film or making a song for film. It's just the instrumentation stuff. I really like that a lot in games and in movies. It brings more to it and you get more feeling yeah, yeah. out of it instead of hearing words and stuff. That's at least in my personal opinion. I've always liked that the most with the Lord of the Rings franchise and uh, with Halo for sure. Yeah, I mean, the best songs don't have to be sung there's a lot of really good instrumental stuff out there that in star wars star wars is pretty good i really like the originals but i like i guess the prequels or whatever yeah i like the pre I, just as a whole 
Especially episode three. Episode three definitely had the best music in my opinion. Yeah, out of the three prequels, yeah. Like those really hit pretty damn, pretty damn hard. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, Cody and I, we could just go off going. We'll bust out our lightsabers that we spent like I think yours was like a hundred, mine was like almost like eighty or ninety something. Yeah. Hey, the things were awesome though. We yeah. haven't even shot a cool video yet, and we need to. Uh, we really do. I have a GoPro and a drone, and I also have my other camera, and I just need to really get a tripod, and then we could just shoot a little video, and then I'll put in the sound clips of like the actual lightsabers <laughs> going... Pss, pss, pss. I'm pretty sure they would be like pretty cool, because the way like your backyard is set up, and even mine, it's like real open, mm-hmm. enough to where like the camera would only see us and not really anything else around us. Right, right. Yeah, we were drunk that night when we bought those. I remember I was bullshitting about it. And I was just like, if you buy one, I'll get one. And I just look over and you're just sitting I'm there. over here ordering. You're over it. there just laughing, just scrolling through your phone. I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, your turn. I was like, you fucking did. And you're like, yeah, I did. Yeah, here's a receipt number. It's coming in two to three weeks. You got to buy yours now. I was like, Ugh. really, we didn't even get those for like four months. Oh, yeah. That, we that had was... to wait for a long time to get well, these Well, we things. bought them during COVID. That was the thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, right when COVID broke, I think. Like, maybe a month or two after it was, like, super COVID-y. Everything had slowed down to a snail's pace. Yeah. But shit, it was still worth it. I definitely want to get another one, for sure. But it'd actually, like, be a handle of one of the characters in Star Wars. One of the characters you like, and then add, like, the sounds, too? Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be, like, the prop fight one. It wouldn't be, like, a play one. It'd be one that's, like, just display. This is my display one. This is my, like, my pride and joy. Even yeah, though it's yeah. not the real thing. I understand. Cody, what do you think your favorite Chinese place here in town is? Chinese place? Yeah, Chinese food. And you better not say Panda Express. <clears throat> nah, we're going to go to Double Dave's instead. Like we <laughs> did the other day. Oh, yeah. So Cody and I just left the, the Halloween store. And we were headed to the Panda Express right there. It's where the Pier 1 Imports used to be. We were leaving... Like right at George Bush in Texas. <laughs> we were leaving the Pier 1 Imports, which right now is uh, Spirit of Halloween. And we were about to go to grab a bite to eat at the Panda. But we noticed the line was wrapped around the entire room. <laughs> I would just started laughing at like at the top of my lungs. Because I was like, I'm not going to go in there. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we both looked at each other and looked at that. I was like, man, we ain't going in there. And he looked at me and said, where are we supposed to go now? I just happened to turn and look straight ahead and Double Dave's right there. I was like, we'll go to Double Dave's. Double Dave's is where we going to go. And I started singing the song, Double Dave's, Double Dave's. <laughs> We're going to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. Because their food is still pretty good. And then, oh, we yeah. wa- and then we watched the guy in there like drop a box of pizza. And then he dropped another one right afterwards. It was pretty funny because, like, the pizzas were coming off the conveyor belt. Or, I guess, like, not the conveyor belt. Coming out the oven. They're coming out the oven, and, you know, it's kind of, like, on a belt. And, yeah, we just watched them drop, like, two pizzas. That shit was funny. And then the lady, like, just kind of picked them up and took them off. I was like, man, it wasted so much food back here. No wonder this place is dead. So, let's get back to Chinese. So, what's what's your favorite Chinese? Uh, Before it closed down, it was actually, like, right by Firehouse Subs. Like, right there in that general area. Oh, the Mongolian? No, Genghis Grill? No, uh, Ping's. Ping's? Mm-hmm. i never been there. It was there. Ping's Buffet. It was called Ping's Buffet. People that owned Ping's, when they sold it, they did the Yee Star Buffet, the big one that's built like right oh. there by that Jack in the Box. That's where they moved. Okay. 
And they just renamed themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's kind of smart. And they made it a little bit bigger in there. But I, we used to go to Ping's a lot when it was right there. That was probably my favorite place to go. But here recently, every time my sister likes to come into town, she always wants to get Chinese every time she's in. And now for some reason, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. What's the Chinese one out there on 21 on HEB? Or on 6 and out there by your work. Oh, Chow's? Chef Cow. Yeah, Chef Cow's. Chef Chow's. Megan always wants to order that every time she comes in. I like Chef Chow's. They got pretty good uh, sesame chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think that's like my favorite place. I feel like the chicken is proportionate. It's slightly smaller. So at you get the, a good size nuggy. Yeah, you get a good size little chicken nugget type thing. Whenever you go to uh, Tijin's Chinese restaurant, they give you these giant oversized pieces of chicken that you got to cut into. So. Like you can't take one bite out of it, like or it's it's difficult to do that. Yeah, I definitely love uh, Chef Cow's. They've, their food is delicious, and I think for the longest time, Helmine used to go to Imperial a lot. Oh yeah, I like Imperial a lot, but that's like Chinese Japanese blend. It's that's, still really really good though, and yeah, I hadn't I mean, been there in a while. Oh, there was this one time when I got really high and I ordered like $50 worth of sushi and didn't realize it. No, it was like $60 worth of sushi. It was like the most expensive box of sushi that you could get. It was good sushi. That's all I got to say. My stoned ass ate really good that day. (laughs) I was like, holy moly, I spent $60 on one meal? Dude, I was smart about it. I at least went in there. I was like, I'm going to get $10. Give me some orange chicken. They're going to bring me this plant. There's going to be like 30 pieces of chicken. I was like, $10? I can do that. <laughs> Another good thing that I think about uh, from that restaurant would have to be like the lemon chicken. So it's a fried chicken cutlet with some type of lemon sauce on top of it. I never had that when I was there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I would always get like the orange chicken or I would get the uh, like the appetizer pork that we would usually get at Tijin's. Oh, yeah. It was uh, called the barbecue pork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty good. And that's cheap, too. And they give you a good amount. And then you can order like a side of rice and you oh, spend yeah. like six bucks. You'd spend like six, seven dollars and it'd be perfect. It was mm. well worth it. I mean, especially if you order like a water, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, water's good. Water's always good for you. Water's healthy. Drink more water, kids. Most of the time, I'm usually drinking more water than I am soda. And if it's not water, it's beer. Uh, well, anyways, kids, uh, this episode was brought to you by water. H2O. Drink it more often. Good for your soul. <laughs> this uh, message was uh, founded and brought to you by uh, the government. So, <laughs> drink drink the water. It has fluoride, which turns the frogs gay. Just don't kiss them afterwards. Yeah. Cody, so I'm scared of roller coasters at the amusement park because I don't want to die in one of them. I don't want to get derailed. You're and- telling me. I was the one that had to hang on for dear life last time we went on a roller coaster. Okay, so we were on something called the Electric Eel and Cody wanted to sit with me, but obviously... I did not want to sit with you. We did not not have a choice to sit together, because Kyle and Haley were like, oh, we're a couple, we're going to sit together. Knowing that I was going to get stuck with you. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it can't be that bad, until the guy lowered the bar, and uh, and there was a good like two foot between my gut and that bar, and and the uh, guy looked at Rob, he said, he goes, you got to suck it in, and Rob goes, and he moved it like an inch, he goes, that better? I was like, no, it's not. Not at all. He goes, you'll be fine. Anyways, so Cody was almost flying out of that ride. I was hanging on that ride for dear life. It was pretty funny. I was laughing my whole way. I was death gripping that bitch. And then we'd come up on a hill to relax. And I'd look up. Rob was just killed over just laughing his ass off. I'm like, dude, it's not funny. He's like, dude, you look like you're about to fly out. I was like, I am about to fly out. 
Should've, but I've done tighten this. Held on to me. I've done tighten this seatbelt as tight as I could get it. It would have been hilarious if whenever they took the photo, we were just hugging each other. Looking like a picture of Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, like all balled up in your arms just hanging yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some good photos from that. I bought the overpriced photos. I think there was like 10 bucks for one photo. Yeah. And I bought, uh, I think, two each time we went. Uh, so we went like a total of, I think, maybe three times. And I purchased four photos in total, but it was only from two rides. Yeah. So two for each ride. Yeah, I've, I would say the same thing. Like, roller coasters are definitely... It's one of those things where, like, I'm scared at first, but then mm-hmm. once I get through it, I'm not too worried about it no more. I remember it took Kyle, like, a fat minute to finally get to me to ride the Great White, one of the other rides that was there. It took him a good while for him to finally get me on there. And I remember as we were riding it the whole time, I was just cussing him out. And he would laugh the whole time because when we got off the ride, he's like, dude, every time you'd be like, you stupid mother. It would take off so that he couldn't hear me. So it would bleep out me cussing him. And then we'd slow oh down. God. It would slow down. I'm like, oh, you some mother. And it would take off again. I forget who I was sitting next to whenever we went on that ride. Pretty sure you were sitting next to Eric. I might have been. Because hmm. I think for us, I think it was Haley, then Kyle, and then me. And then well, I who think. Who were you sitting next to? I was sitting next to Kyle. Oh. Because it was like three rows. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I think, like, y'all were right behind us. <laughs> it's a good thing, too. These things had their own, like, things that went over. You didn't have to share it with nobody. You know, low-key, now thinking about that trip, I'm glad I didn't go to the water park because then I kind of would have been having, like, wet shorts and, you know, a chlorine feel. Because after you get out of a pool or something, you kind of want to take a shower. Yeah. Especially because your hair feels all gross. In my opinion, my hair feels gross whenever I get out of a... It's it's the same thing with me and now with my hair and facial hair being a lot longer than what it was in high school. That's why I really don't go to a whole lot of pools. Hell, even when I go to the coast, like I did last weekend with a friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, that was a nightmare going to take a shower later. Oh, shit yeah. It hurt. Yeah, I bet you you were just... It was like, what, matted and stuff? It was all matted up and stuff. I mean, my friend and I, like, when we got done swimming, we had bottles of water and, like, we dumped them in our heads and, like, on our face and kind of dried out for a little while, just sat and chilled. But even though, even still, when I got home, I had a little bit of matted hair that was still a pain in the ass to get out. Yeah, I mean, it's really, you got to get that shampoo, man. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that does it. That I guess that and maybe if you could add some type of uh, oil or something to your hair just so it rehydrates really nice and well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It all worked out, though. It didn't hurt me none. We had a good time, though, besides almost getting slapped by a fish a couple times. Mm. And then the fisherman to the left of us was like, hey, y'all be careful. There's sharks. Sharks? I was like, what you talking about? He goes, oh, I've been fishing for sharks. And I was like, oh, thanks for just now telling us. Like, what type of shark? Like a bull shark or something? Uh, Probably just them small reef sharks that come up to the front. Oh, just the small reef sharks. The ones that like taking small bites from humans. Yeah, essentially. And then he told us also to like shuffle our feet because of stingrays. Shuffle your feet because of stingrays? Yeah, so... The thing that killed Steve Irwin is just swimming around at your ankles? Yeah. We never actually ran into one, luckily, Mm -hmm. but... That fisherman had told us that he had, and I remember talking to my boss about it, and he said, yes, like, in a situation when you're by uh, stingrays, if you walk and you step on one of them, it will flinch their tail to sting whatever hit them, whereas if you slide your feet and they just brush you, they're just going to swim away because they won't see you as a threat. They'll just think, like, they hit, they just bump something and they're going to go off somewhere else. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I got to remember that next time I'm, you know, having fun at the beach, I'm just going to just kind of shuffle, not, you know, take big steps. Mm-hmm. 
that's what the guy was telling us. So me and my friend were definitely like just shuffling our feet, just kind of moving around nice and slow. And then it was really cool when the waves would come up too. You could see all the fish like in the waves if the sun hit it just right. That's pretty cool. I wish I was able to like have my phone out there in the ocean, but I know if a wave would have hit me the wrong way and then... Yeah, there goes your phone. Remember, I lost my sunglasses out there too. I lost a lot of pair of sunglasses out in the ocean. Damn it, Cody. They weren't any expensive ones, were they? Nah, they were like the ones I usually get for work. Oh, uh, okay. Since Marvel movies are kind of big right now, they're about to start, I guess, the next phase, or they've kind of already started that. What would you say one of your favorite Marvel characters is? Hulk. The Hulk? All the way, I'd want to be the Hulk. I mean, Although I can I... only imagine you, just because your build, like turning into the Hulk, just being a massive beefcake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just in my personal opinion, and then everybody else could say what they want to in the comments and agree with me or disagree but i still kind of feel like they did the hulk story wrong i feel like there was more to it that they could have done uh what are we talking about like the one uh, edward norton hulk or what like me personally ruffalo me personally no offense to mark ruffalo he did a brilliant job playing bruce banner and then being the hulk but i really did like the way edward norton's hulk was yeah, I liked him as the Hulk. I mean, I don't know why they didn't keep him around. The story of Bruce in that movie was really humbling, and then the way Hulk was is like, that was him becoming the hero that we know. And then mm-hmm. after that movie was over with, like Marvel completely like retconned the Hulk until Avengers. And then everybody else in the whole Avengers team all got like three movies each. Hulk didn't get nothing. Yeah, Hulk hasn't had his own solo film. I mean, the Since closest, like 2007. The closest thing we got was, you know, uh, Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was the closest thing we got to. A Hulk film. And mm-hmm. that's just me. Like, that's always been my favorite character. I'm like, man, I grew up with watching 2002, 2004 Eric Bana version of Hulk. Yeah, I kind of like that one with Nick Nolte. He's uh, Bruce's Bruce Banner's dad. dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up with that and then... I had also grown up with my mom telling me about the original Incredible Hulk TV series with Lou oh, yeah. Ferrigno as, Lou Ferrigno. as the actual Hulk. Yeah, wait, wasn't he in, uh, not the 2003 one, or 2004, whatever. He was in the Eric Bana version of Hulk. Oh, he was? And he was also in The Incredible, the, Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton as well. Okay. If you pay attention to both movies, he's a police officer in both the films. I thought he was like a security guard in the... Security guard, police officer, and then... Yeah, some type of... And then I know for The Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. he was also the voice of Hulk. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. And the same thing for Avengers. He was the voice of Hulk. So you're telling me it's Lou Ferrigno every time we hear Hulk speak in the Marvel Universe right now? Yes, except for when Thor Ragnarok showed up. Oh. That was Mark Ruffalo. Oh, okay. Portraying the voice, I believe, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. That shows a lot of respect. Homage to the original yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, it shows a lot of respect to uh, Lou Ferrigno and, you know, the work that he did back in the, what was it, 70s or was it the 80s? That I don't remember. It's somewhere in there. I know that. But uh, I just remember. I think it was the 70s. I just remember he was just as big and buff as like what he was. And then he was mm-hmm. just painted green. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they did what they did back in the day. But that's always been my favorite as Hulk, and uh, it's it just still just irks me that I wish there was more they could have done with him. Yeah, I and mean, actually, he's your favorite character. I mean, you want to see him do really well on the screen, obviously. I mean, hell, like watching Endgame or watching uh, Infinity War and just having like 
anybody who was a Hulk fan and then watching him literally get his ass handed to him the first five minutes of the film and then you never see him again was like devastating because you're like, what? What? Where's the Hulk? Where's my guy? Like, you mean to tell me this dude's scared to come out and he don't want to come out no more? Hmm. Compared to everybody else that's like busting their butt and like trying and then Hulk doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, that was really strange. Whenever we were watching that movie together, uh, we went as a somewhat large group, probably about about six people uh, in total. Whenever we saw that movie together, I felt really bad for you, honestly, because I was like, I know you like Hulk a lot. And there was like next to no Hulk action in that film, even though he has been like a pretty big part sort of into the other films. Yeah, the same with me in general, like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've always liked the Hulk. I've always related to the Hulk in many ways. He's just that character that I'm not like Bruce Banner, where in the sense of like being smart or being a scientist, but I just like the arc of that character. He's smart, but he also really is struggling with his own inner side of who he is, which is some things that all of us like humans and people have in common. We are who we are, but on the inside, there's another part of us that we don't want to let out to show other people like a different side of us. Yeah, there's definitely a. Um... A persona we all put on, like a persona we put on when we're at work, a persona we put on when we're with our friends, and then your actual maybe true self that only you really know about whenever you're alone. Yeah. You know, that's just your your own inner inner workings, I guess. And then all like the different versions of the Hulk, I definitely will say, and a lot of people will agree with me on this as well, as like Edward Norton's Hulk. That was the best looking one in terms of like CGI, like the way he looked, the way he acted and the way he moved. That was the best one. Because mm-hmm. I know the Eric Bana Hulk was like the lime green Hulk is what they called him. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of a weird color. And then the terms that I've heard of Hulk in the Avengers and in the Marvel Universe now is they've called him just the ape Hulk. Because all he does is kind of move around like an ape. Mm. If you kind of look back at the first Avengers movie, he's kind of just like slamming his fist on the ground and just kind of like walking weirdly. Like a mini King Kong type thing? Yeah. If you go back and watch him. If I had to talk about my favorite Marvel character, or the, like the character I'd want to be, I mean, I think most people know it's going to be Spider-Man. I mean, that's just my go-to. He was like my favorite hero as a kid. I had my 10th birthday party was his theme. So like we had a uh, bouncy castle thing and it was like a Spider-Man thing. I had a Spider-Man pinata because, you know, I'm Hispanic, so I got to have a pinata. I mean, <laughs> is that something that white people do? Do they have pinatas? Oh, yeah, I had pinatas. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. Oh yeah, I had pinatas. I would always get like maybe that's like a Texas thing. I don't know. No, it's it's a it's a general party. It's thing. a general party thing for kids to have pinatas. I wonder who started that. <laughs> Probably some Mexican. Well, yeah, but I mean, like when we were like white people, like, huh, it looks kind of fun. I want to crack open a you know cardboard character with, full of candy. It's probably them goofy rednecks that got tired of swinging it like. A tree stump or got tired of swinging at a keg or something yeah yeah but no, i would usually get like a hulk or i would get a pinata that was focused on the birthdays that i would have yeah yeah a lot of my birthdays as a kid it was very weird i was always different like one year it was maybe like batman and then another year it was a different superhero and then i know for a couple years in a row it was all about like aliens like the little green men or you yeah like, like the little green aliens like the way people think of aliens now like not the xenomorph or like those kind of aliens but the simple like two-legged two arms like big oval looking head with the big old oval looking eyes yeah the big black eyes like i had a solid blue alien plushy toy thing that i got as a kid 
I mean, that that design always freaked me out, honestly. I did not like Aliens. Obviously, the Aliens from the Alien franchise never really freaked me out. Not as bad as just the weird little green men type thing, or the gray people. Yeah. Just uh, getting back to Spider-Man, I don't know, I just really like his whole character. Whenever he's Peter Parker, he's nerdy, but whenever he puts on the costume, he becomes Spider-Man, and he has, you know, one-liners and quick jokes, and he's just... He's just the best he can be, and he makes the best of any situation that he's in. He tries to have a normal relationship with his Aunt May and uh, his girlfriend, Mary Jane, but obviously his line of work does put him in pretty stressful situations, and Spider-Man just tries to keep a balance between that which i can understand to a certain degree and i can relate to trying to keep a good balance on everything in your life you know work school uh personal relationships and then even yourself just spending time with yourself you always got to have time for everything and set time aside Mm -hmm. for things yeah if you couldn't pick spider-man if you had to pick anybody else in terms of marvel heroes like who would you want to be if i couldn't pick spider-man now does that have to be from the marvel cinematic universe or could it be anybody else in the uh, marvel universe anybody else in the marvel universe i always thought wolverine was kind of cool like he was sort of a bit of kind of an anti-hero at times but also like a regular hero when he wanted to be just his cool claws and then his regenerative ability i always thought that was really cool and could have been really useful a lot of the times He has a really dark background, just all the things that happened to him. I don't know too much about the comic book counterpart versus the on-screen counterpart. Definitely the movies did better than the comics, because I remember one of the earlier versions of the comics when Blade was like first introduced, he was in like a purple and yellow suit. Oh, jeez. And his hair was like an afro. (laughs) So he almost looked like a random disco guy coming out of nowhere. Oh, Jesus. He could look like Black Dynamite. Yeah. You ever see that cartoon? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's where they probably got the references from. But Wolverine, I mean, he's just a really cool guy. He can never really have what he wants. He's going to outlive everybody because of that regenerative ability that he has. I really like the on-screen Wolverine. Like, Hugh Jackman played a really good Wolverine, obviously. I don't think anybody could... I'm sure there there are actors out there that they have their eyes on if they wanted to get the X-Men over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe at some yeah, point I, I for like Phase 6 or 7 or whatever. Yeah, um, a lot later down the line. A lot later down the line. I know there's plenty of good actors that could do it. Because Disney does own Fox now. Yeah. Well, not all of Fox, but like a majority of Fox, like if not like 40%. Yeah, in my opinion, I know that there's a lot of actors out there that could portray Wolverine mm-hmm. to a good extent, but I don't think they'll ever beat Hugh Jackman. That's like later on down the line if they wanted to replace like Iron Man was a different actor. Like, no, Robert Downey Jr. will always be Iron Man. Yeah, the original one, the one that everybody grew up on, essentially. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I've actually got two because I grew up with both of these and it's hard to pick between the two. It would either have to be Blade or Ghost Rider. Blade or Ghost Rider. Because I've always liked that darker anti-hero vibe of a person. He's mm-hmm. It's just a solo guy that's going to have to do... He either, doesn't work with a team. He doesn't work with a team, and he's either going to have to do what he has to do because he's told to, or he has to do it because he knows he has to do some kind of major sacrifice in order to help a lot of different people. Who do you think's cooler, Ghost Rider or Blade? Like, if you had to pick between, I'm going to be Blade or I'm going to be Ghost Rider, who do you think you, you would pick? I forget. Do they both have immortality? A part of me would say Blade, but another part of me would say Ghost Rider. Oh, that's a hard one. For whatever reason, I could see you more as a Ghost Rider. Because you remind me of, like, the Sam Elliott Ghost Rider. I could see you riding a horse. <laughs> 
with like my cowboy hat all on fire and everything. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty dope. I think I would definitely have to give it to Ghost Rider because of the fact that like if you were in that phase of, in the Ghost Rider form, I don't think anything can kill you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in your human form, probably absolutely. But in the Ghost Rider form, I don't think so. Wait, can he only operate at night, or can he? Yeah, it was just during the night. So, so he can only be Ghost Rider at night. Yeah, he cannot be Ghost Rider during the day. Mm-mm. Huh. Well, that's kind of a disadvantage, isn't it? Yeah, but they also kind of did away with that in the second movie. Oh, okay. I never watched the second one. Wasn't that good? <laughs> they made Ghost Rider's appearance more like the CGI looked worse than it did in the first film. Like at least in the first film, like his skull and everything looked really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But in the second film, they made his skull for some reason like more elongated than what it needed to be. If that makes any sense, like his chin came out farther and it was more of a sharper point, like a comic book drawing of a skeleton. Yeah. And then his flame was more of a black orange. And then his skull, his skeleton was more black. It wasn't really solid white. That definitely sounds different from the first film. Yeah, it was very, very different. Do they keep the same actors? Yeah, they kept uh, Nicolas Cage for it, and it was just only him that came back. Uh, What about uh, Ava Mendez? No, she didn't come back for it. Oh, that's kind of a shame. Yeah, it was like a complete, it was like a weird, like they continued on off of Ghost Riders, but it was... There wasn't even really a main girl. It was more or less the sense of Ghost Rider had to protect this boy who okay. had powers to stop other people. Cody, what do you think one of your favorite holidays is? Like, if you had to put all the holidays in order of your favorite to least favorite, how do you think that would go? Now, the holidays I'm including are Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Fourth of July, and the Easter. So that's five. Obviously, number one, like I've said before, my favorite holiday, Halloween for sure. I mean, Halloween is pretty fun. It would be the first kid. one. I mean, you, you're just going around collecting candy. Who, what's not to like about that? Oh, yeah, getting free candy up and down the neighborhoods. And then when you get older, you can dress up as more of the scarier things and then scare the little kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's number two? Halloween for sure is number one. Number two, I'd give it to Christmas. Christmas over Thanksgiving? And then Thanksgiving would be right after Christmas for me. Okay, so why uh, Christmas over Thanksgiving? Uh, Christmas over Thanksgiving for me is because... Thanksgiving, yeah, is all about like free food, mm-hmm. but I mean, a lot of people kind of blow it up, kind of blow up Thanksgiving and say like, oh, it's the one time of year, like everybody needs to be thankful. I'm like, no, like you need to be thankful for everything every day, for all your friends and for everything you got. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, people just kind of delegate that day to be, let's be super duper thankful. Well, like I'm thankful every day for like the friends, the family that I have. It's like the same thing for damn near uh, Valentine's Day. Like, why do I need one day out of the whole year to remind me to love the people that I love when I already do that every day? Well, it's just an excuse to sell you some chocolates and flowers. (laughs) Don't phase me none. (laughs) They don't do that to me. All right. So we got Halloween, Christmas, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We got Fourth of July and Easter next. Uh, 4th of July would be 4th, and then Easter would be last. Alright, so, why in that order? I mean, July and then... I mean, 4th of July, like, that's our birthday of U.S., like, our freedom. Yeah, Independence Day. Our Independence Day, like, and that's always a fun time, just to shoot guns, drink beer, and go all out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like fireworks. And all the fireworks, especially. And then Easter is just, uh, if you were born and raised Catholic or and Christian, it's just a somber day of like oh jesus is alive and well i wouldn't say somber i thought it would be more of a joyous occasion because you know good friday that's sad yeah but easter is supposed to be happy yes yeah. you know he's risen plus by the time like you hit age like 8 10 maybe 12 like 
going after stuff for the Easter Bunny is not all that fun anymore. I mean, I at least when you trick or treated for Halloween, that lasts till you're about like fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> depending yeah. on how, depending on your sense of humor and maturity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always used to like you know going around getting the little eggs and getting candy. I mean. You know, any reason to get candy any time of the year was fun for me. I want the adult version of the Easter Bunny where you open up the egg and it's a little bottle of booze. <laughs> we ought to do that one year. I did that once before um, when I went to some family friends of mine on my dad's side. They had little bottles of booze and the eggs and then there was money in the eggs as well. That's pretty cool. If I had to do the holidays uh, in order of my favorite to least favorite... I think I put Christmas as my first holiday. I really like Christmas because it's a time for, you know, it's kind of stressful and kind of not trying to find a gift for your friends. I mean, I know you can give them a gift any time of the year, but like that's like one of the one times it's designated, hey, go get your friend a gift. And then I'm kind of scrambling to figure out what I want to give them. I'm always scrambling when it comes to that each year because I'm like, crap, I got to go one step higher than what I did last year. I mean, maybe you don't have to outdo yourself, but I just feel like I want to make sure I get something that you'll actually like or something that has some meaning to to both you and I. Uh, one thing I gave Cody this past year was a pair of turtle doves. I gave that to him because it was from the movie Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And uh, the toy shop owner, he tells Kevin... It's a sign of friendship and, uh, I think, like, togetherness. He's like, it's a sign of friendship and love. Yeah. And if each of you have your two turtle doves, you'll be friends forever. And then uh, he gives that turtle dove uh, to, uh, what's her name again? I think, like, Maud? I don't remember the homeless lady's name. Yeah, that's kind of sad, but... Anyways, he tells her that he won't ever forget her, and he gives her the turtle dove, which was a really sweet moment in that movie. That's why I believe the first two are really the best. I like the first one a lot, but the second one is is a really good sequel, which I think can possibly take number one spot. I don't know. I don't know what your opinion is. I just still love watching the the. I still just love watching the Home Alone movies because my mom and I, as we grew up, I was deathly afraid of the second one. I'm not kidding. When I was a kid and it got to the scene where Marv like electrocuted the hell out of himself and he yeah. turned into skeleton bones, like I was screaming and hiding under a blanket or running out of the room. That used to scare me as a kid. Oh, jeez. Just seeing him turn into skull and bones and just screaming, it would scare the living hell out of me. See, I didn't get scared by that. I don't know why. I mean, uh, it's it would scare me as a kid. I'm a little weenie hut baby junior guy who got scared by Scooby-Doo but didn't get scared by the skeleton thing. I got scared by Scooby-Doo as well, and Courage the Cowardly Dog, but I think I could handle more of Scooby-Doo than actually like a full-fledged like life skeleton on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of a cartoon one. I also like Christmas a lot because there's a lot of really good Christmas movies. It's A Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street. I can think of Eight Crazy Nights. That's one of my favorite Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah. Jingle All the Way one. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Put that cookie down. Home Alone, Home Alone 2. All the versions of the Christmas Carol. Yeah, I really like the Muppets one for whatever reason. That's like one of the first ones that comes to mind for me is the Muppets one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas and then the original Claymation cult classic Christmas films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a lot of really good movies. And there are a lot of of other movies that are kind of Christmas-based. I mean, another Christmas movie that kind of isn't a Christmas movie but is a Christmas movie. Die Hard. Die Hard. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty cool movie. Same thing with Gremlins. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what would you go after Christmas? 
after Christmas, I would probably do Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, I'm a big guy. I like eating a lot of food. It's really nice when, you know, I got room Big to, boys got to eat. Well, big boys got to eat. It's really nice whenever I can eat like a lot of turkey and cranberry sauce without the actual cranberries in it. You got to just have the normal jellied freaking cranberries. The jelly cranberry sauce that like comes out of the can? Yeah, that comes out of a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that it that doesn't have little actual bits of cranberries in it. Yeah. I don't like that. I like it just jellied or whatever it's called. That's how I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. The rolls or biscuits, just the stuffing and the green beans and just all these different things. The pies, the pecan pies. Woof. Just, just good food. Sometimes you get to see family, sometimes you don't. Yeah, all in all, if family ain't there for me, I still ain't gonna go hungry. Mm-hmm. They ain't there. Oh, well. I've definitely had some depressing Thanksgivings. I remember once, like, I had the Thanksgiving dinner at, I think it was, like, a Denny's or, like, an IHOP, and it was kind of depressing, honestly. But I'm not going to dwell on that. Anyways, I I really enjoy Thanksgiving, and one of my favorite Thanksgiving movies has to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with uh, John Candy and Steve Martin. I highly recommend it to anyone around Thanksgiving time. Watch that movie. It might put a tear in your eye. I never even knew that there was a movie around Thanksgiving. Yeah, that that one is about Thanksgiving. He is on his way. He's leaving Chicago, I believe, and trying to get to maybe Seattle or something like that. Or maybe they're in New York. Oh, so that's to... how it ties in from Home Alone. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anyways, I think they're trying to get to Chicago or maybe some other place. I forget. It's been like a year or two since I've seen that movie. Steve Martin's character is trying to get back home for Thanksgiving. If I'm not mistaken... I believe it's like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So he's got like two or three days to get back home in time for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And he wants to be there for his family. But somehow he misses his flight because of the guy, John Candy's character. And so he doesn't get on the plane. It's just a really good movie and I highly recommend it. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Again, that's John Candy and Steve Martin. Excellent film. I'll have to find that one then later on. Like I said, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's a really good comedy. There's some very good quotable lines from that movie. What would you go after Thanksgiving? Because you got Christmas and Thanksgiving. So you got Halloween, 4th of July, and Easter. I think the next thing I'd pick, so my third pick, would probably have to be 4th of July. I have a lot of fun popping off fireworks and just having a good time. Blowing $200, $300 in one night just to waste so, in 10 minutes. So as a kid... I really wasn't allowed to play with fireworks because, you know, my dad's a doctor and he was really worried about me like blowing off my hands because, you know, he'd work at the emergency room on 4th of July and have people come in with hands probably blown off, fingers blown off and stuff like that. And then, you know, they're kind of stuck that way. I mean, unless, you know, they can really get the finger and get it to the surgeon as quick as possible. And either way, you're going to have nerve damage. Yeah. So now as an adult, I do like playing with fireworks. I think it's really cool and fun to play with them, especially if you can make really loud fireworks and ones that you know probably irritate people like i'm that jerk that'll keep you up until about midnight yeah just make sure with the roman candles don't point them at nobody yeah don't point them at people be safe kids rob already knows that pretty well because i just shot him with a roman candle put a hole in his shirt you and Haley both did that so oh. and that was one of my favorite shirts too oh. it, was, it was an a&m shirt by the way i thought it was just a plain white shirt oh yeah that's all right. I got plenty of shirts that have holes in them that I still wear them. I already threw that away like over a year ago now. Shit, there's one shirt that I got. It's got a bunch of holes all in it and I still wear it. Or no, almost a year ago because I think I got rid of it. Uh, it was it was New Year's. 
Mm. New Year's whenever that shirt got ruined. Anyways, so for my fourth holiday, that would probably go to Easter. I enjoy Easter. I mean... Damn low-blowing Halloween, aren't you? Uh, like I said, uh, as a kid, I really didn't get to ha- celebrate Halloween, so it just it just really isn't that high up on my list. Just from past experiences, like I got to see other people talk about what they did for Halloween, which was, you know, go to a haunted house or they would go trick or treating and I didn't get that experience. So makes sense. Kind of jealous of those kids that got to experience that. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I mean, I like Easter. It's kind of fun. Again, Easter egg hunting. I definitely have like a lot more like fond memories. Oh, also, uh, cascarones. Huh? It's that thing where you have the confetti eggs that you smash on people's heads. Oh yeah, that's that's also done on Easter. I was confused when you said that. I was like, yeah, I mean, uh, cascarones. I think just means like shells. Hmm. We always we always just called them like the confetti eggs every time we went bottom. Well, I mean, confetti. I don't know if it's a Spanish thing that just kind of came over to the states. Also, yeah, I mean, essentially, that's what. Like I said, the word I used is, I believe, Spanish for shells Hmm. or shell. You know, you just smash a shell. You know, an eggshell on someone's head. Definitely for me, like I said, I have a lot of fond memories of Christmas. But I also have really a lot of good memories of Halloween. Like I said before in the last episode, like, just to stay a little bit on it, like, my grandpa's neighborhood was a real good, nice neighborhood to get a lot of good sweets and treats. And they had, and then they had a house in the area that would actually, like, turn their house into a haunted thing that they would let the kids walk through, which I thought was pretty neat and would always scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, folks, this has been a really good episode, I think. Maybe. I don't know. You guys decide. You let me know how this episode went by writing us an email to the robcastbcs at gmail.com. You can write in comments, you know, give me some critiques, some feedback, or you can also suggest topics or ask questions that you want uh, myself or Cody or any of my other past guests to answer. Anyways. Any comments or concerns? Okay, folks. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, if you can, just try to write to me and let me know how I'm doing. This has been the Robcast BCS, and I've been your host, Rob, and this has been my guest, Cody. It's always fun to put on these episodes. I definitely just I really, 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 really want to hear some feedback from y'all. It's always uh, nice and it's always appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Again, special thanks to Jungle Jim. Shout out to you. Appreciate you uh, helping out with that last episode. See you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.